quite often we just forget about the world outside of our academy or our salon where we are training. So I would say 100% still invest in yourself. If it's not last training, go to a business training, upgrade your skills maybe in, in public speaking, in, in leadership. There are so many different fields you can still upgrade and learn extra things. So I would say definitely it's needed. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, onto our show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast. Your friend in the lash industry. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Today, we are excited to have Carolina Swiderska from London Lash join us. She's the Senior Marketing Manager over there, and she spoke at LashCon this year. We actually got to meet her in person. It was very, very cool. And something else that we're excited, which we're, I guess we'll be announcing here, and you may be seeing it online. We're going to be speaking at London Lashes Conference in January in London. So we're going to be out there for... I don't know, four or five days. It's going to be a short trip, but uh, have too much going on. We wanted to go out and actually vacation and not going to do that. But that said, we will be out there. And if you're from the UK and you're going, we would love to meet you, give you a hug, high five, whatever, talk to you, and really get to meet our brothers and sisters over in the UK. Really for us, this is by, for, well, for me, this is my first time at any part of Europe. Tussie's been there before herself and I just never been there. I've been to Asia like, seven or eight times, I guess, because I'm West Coast, I just fly that way. But finally, we are going to be in the UK. So hopefully, if you haven't bought a ticket, go to their website. I'll have to look it up. Maybe I'll put in the show notes where you can buy the tickets for their conference. That'll be in January, like the third week in January. All right. Well, anyhow, what are we doing today? Well, we're going to have Carolina talk about training. This is something that is a, a big topic for a lot of you out there because you really want to move to that next level. You ready? To, you're like, I've been doing lashes, but I just think it'd be really fun to teach. Plus, I'm sure you've done the numbers and going, eh, it looks pretty cool. It'd be nice to make five, ten thousand dollars working a couple days, right? So, we're going to talk about that. And it's uh, Carolina, who, by the way, with Linda Lash, they're one of the leading training companies over in the UK. And so they have a lot of great expertise and background on this. And so she's going to share some information for you to see if you're ready for it, right, right for it. And they're going to talk about, or she's going to talk about, how you could go be a trainer for London Lash. And what would that take? And what would that look like? And there's different kind of ways they handle it. So lots of great information for you. But before we get into that, guys, guess what? We have announcements. For 
And what are our announcements today? Well, real first off, let me just roll through these. Most of them have to do with LashCon. What a shock. We have the photos out, guys. If you came to LashCon and you want to download a photo, I'll put it in the show notes, but you also go to our Instagram, link in the bio. You can download 2,800 photos if you want. Probably don't want to get them all because you probably are looking for the photos that you're in or your friends are in. So go there, look through them. Maybe spend a couple hours looking through them. I haven't even looked at all of them yet. It's, it's, a big pro, it's a big process. But that's it. They're there free for you to download. And then post and tag us. Make sure you put LashCast on any post that you put out there so we can repost it for you. We love seeing it. It's very exciting to see you guys excited about LashCon because that's really what we do it for. We love it because we like to see what we can, how we can bless you. Let me just put it that way. Also, we have the replay out. Yes, the replay. In case you missed LashCon, you're like, oh, man, I didn't buy my ticket. Don't worry. You can still get all the speakers. Can't get the parties. Can't get all the networking. But you can still get all the information and training and great stuff from our speakers. So that's up online till December 22nd. So you just have a couple of weeks to buy it. And then you'll have 60 days to watch it. So we'll take it offline probably at the end of February. So meaning a little more than 60 days. So just go ahead right now. Link in the show notes or go to our Instagram. And you can go there at at LashCast or at the Lash Conference, or you can go to LashCastProductions.com or you can go to LashConference.com. Hey, y'all, anywhere, just anywhere you know we, where you find us, we have links so you can buy the ticket today. It's $297, and like I said, you have till December 22nd to purchase that, and after that, you will uh, we'll have 60 days. All right, enough of that. Um, I know a lot of people have been reaching out and saying, hey, I want to take Tusney's Lash Retention Colors because I saw we did a couple here in um, Boston and L.A. in the last few weeks, and uh, we don't have our dates yet. <laughs> I'll just say that. We're, we're working on it, and we're trying to figure out how many because we, we're actually going to be speaking a lot next year, and we have LashCon stuff, and we have our party at the IBS show, and we have so many things going on. It's kind of hard to find time to get these trainings in. So we're looking, and we're talking to some people, and we'll hopefully have all that in the coming weeks. I, I wish it was going to be before Thanksgiving or before Christmas, but I have a feeling it's going to be after New Year's. And then as far as LashCon ticket sales for next year, we're going to have a flash sale soon. I am hoping this week as I'm recording this, I might be closing that all up. We're wrapping all up the location that we will be at. The date might change a little bit. Might be in October now instead of the first or last weekend in September. Things are a little fluid right now. But once we have that, we'll let you know. And we're going to do a quick flash sale. So be listening or watching that. It'll be the best price you can get for the tickets. And then you'll have to wait. We will uh, launch it sometime early next year, probably March-ish, somewhere around that. All right, so I think that's all I have for that. So let's now get into our interview where we sit down with Carolina and talk about Lash Training. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the LashCast studios. Hola. We- We are really excited today because today we are interviewing Carolina Swiderska of London Lash. London Lash Pro, actually, too. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be in here and kind of chat with you about so many exciting things. 
Yeah, no, we're really excited because we're going to talk about training. And we've done this a little bit before, but I think today I'm excited because you guys are really one of the leading countries, leading companies in England, but also really you become a a global influencer with everything you're doing. And I know you guys are going to be rolling out some new training stuff. So we thought, why don't we first get into, we'll talk about that towards the end and let people know how they can get involved with you guys. But before that, we thought it'd be really cool to talk about what makes a good trainer, who makes a good candidate, what is a good training look like and what some of the keys behind all that so we're really excited because obviously you guys have been around for a, a long time and i think you guys have made a big impact i know over in the uk but also even here we we see your influence growing so it's been very exciting so today why don't we get into it we'll start with this very simple question what qualities do you feel like a last artist needs to have to become a trainer what should they like the prerequisites yeah because there's some things i'm sure that should be seen in their life or be part of who they are before they become a trainer? Yeah, I think it's a very common question people actually ask, you know, even students on the day that are like, oh, actually, I'm at the moment, I want to become a trainer. What do I need? Yeah. So to kind of start with is like, you just need to ask yourself, where am I with my career as a lash artist? Because we can all have different goals. You can be a lash artist for so many years and think about, well, actually, I'm happy where I am with just doing clients. I don't feel like I need any step up in my career. I just want to do clients and that's completely fine. Mm -hmm. Whereas you will reach the point after a few years when you're like, do you know what? I want to change. I want to pass on my knowledge to other lash artists. I want to make a change in the industry. I think that's to start with. You need to have it in you because if you will just do it for the sake of earning extra money or because all your other friends are doing it, I don't think you will be there. Like at some point you will have this burnout and you'll just be like, ah, to another thing. So that's to start with. Another thing I think it's of course important to be well organized because when you dive into becoming a trainer, there are so many things happening, so many things you need to think about, organize. So if you're a little bit over the shop, it might be difficult sometimes. So having this mindset that, you know, you need to work sometimes to strict deadlines. You need to, juggle around a few different things, you need to have it in you. Then, of course, having this passion and ability to explain things and be able to explain them quite easily and nicely. Like You need to assume the person next to you, person you're teaching, knows nothing. They're just blank canvas and you just need to draw them and shape them. You just need to be able to help them out to kind of like being around people and like speaking with people, like helping them out. Because without that, again, you'll be just doing something for the sake of doing it. Pass on, next student, go on, next training. I think, of course, being confident in speaking, not being shy to be in the center of attention. Because that's what I've noticed sometimes scares people the most. They are amazing lash artists. They have all those qualities we just mentioned. But when they're out there in a full room of people, they just get frightened. They are not able to say anything. They have this knowledge in them, but they're just not able to, you know, go out of the comfort zone. So, of course, you can learn that and it will become easier and easier. You know, on my first training, if you would see me out, out I thought <laughs> I'm going to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then on the 100th training, I was like, ah, okay. an old pro. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, but you need to be able to get out of comfort zone and you need to be able to go with the flow, forget about your stress, just leave it out of the doors and just go for it. So I think these are the key qualities and the most important things you need to have in you. Of course, we could go on and go on, but I think to start with, these are kind of the most important things you should have in mind. I like what you said. Um, it was one of the first things you said is that you have to have a passion 
to give the knowledge to somebody else. Because before you start training, you don't understand. I mean, you may be doing lashes for a very long time and have a very successful business. But when you step into a trainer role, it's different because all of a sudden you have to translate what you do and what you've taken for granted without having to explain to anybody. And you have to put it into words in in inspiration in a way that could explain it to somebody who's never seen it done before, which is a completely different skill set. It's almost like reinventing the wheel. So unless you have that desire, I really want you to learn this. Because it it does require the trainer, the person who's giving the information, to go through a transformation that allows them to take everything that they have within them, all that muscle memory and all the logic that's just unspoken, and be able to translate that. And that's kind of a rough, I don't want to say a rough transition, but it's hard. Like what you were saying, if you're shy a little bit, it requires you creating new neurons and new muscles and new synapses to be able to get that information that's deep within you out. So I do so agree with you. You you need to have that passion. I actually will run this thought by you guys because this is something that Okay, I'm a guy, I like sports, sorry. And I know maybe some of you listeners are like, yeah, I, I'm a huge sports Here fan. Here comes the sports, sports <laughs> Just analogies. don't say punt. I'm not going to say punt. Oh, don't worry. No words like punting the ball. They're not going to use that because I'm sure in the UK they don't use that term. That's not something they do. Um, but anyhow, that's a NFL football Stop thing. with the punting. All right, so <laughs> one of the things that's interesting about sports is that you'll see some of the best athletes when they're done with their careers We'll try to transition into coaching. And eh, more times than not, they don't become great coaches. Weird enough, the great coaches tend to come from very average players, actually. Or players, people who never even made it, really. They just knew the sport. And I think because they're analytical and they understand numbers and they really have a different part of the brain that fires they became great coaches because they knew how to lead. They knew how to inspire. They knew how to explain things. They weren't so necessarily great on the field themselves as athletes. And I'm wondering, in the last world, what are you guys thoughts of that? Do you think someone has to be an amazing last artist in order to go on and become an amazing last trainer? I do completely agree with you. And it's exactly the same. Quite often, I think it's a very big misconception that people think, oh, I need to have 10 years of experience in lashes, win 500 trophies, attend, you know, 50 conferences. Otherwise, I just will suck. Mm -hmm. It's not that way. There are different skills that you can learn and you can't, right? And I think being a great teacher, a leader, it's not something you can master 100%. You just need to have it in you. Mm. Yes, there are, of course, different things and methods of teaching you can learn yourself. But if you don't have it in you that you're just passionate, you are able to explain to people, you're able to spread the love and make them fall in love with, with eyelash extensions as this subject, mm-hmm. then your trophies, your certificates won't help you. I know many, many amazing lash artists who are just much better than myself. But when you put them in a field of being a teacher, they're just not able. They can show you the skill, but they're not able to speak with people. They're not able to just express this knowledge and make sure that the student understands what they're saying, what they're trying to pass on. So I would say it's not all about your years of experience or amounts of certificates. Of course, that's one important bit. But it's not everything. Yeah. I absolutely would agree with that. You have to know how to do it. 
a good trainer is going to be able to explain, demonstrate, tap into other analogies and things like that in order to get the best out of the student. It's a communication, right? Knowing how to communicate and know how to and know what to say, as opposed to not just I can read a book and tell you everything. It's kind of like in Master Commander when uh, there's a scene in the movie where what's his name, the lead, Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe is explaining things to these young uh, men who are, are going to be the future leaders of captains. the sh- captains of the, of the ships, and he's explaining there. And there's this one captain who just a young kid just doesn't get it. And he just thinks he's teaching this kid and he repeats back to Russell Crowe exactly what Russell Crowe said to him, but it's obvious he didn't get it. Like, he, it didn't register what it really meant. He didn't understand the concepts, the philosophy. And so, yeah, he could just reiterate it and state it back, but did he really understand it and know it? No, he didn't get it. And I think that's what trainers too is like, you can be great. You can follow a book and you can read it and you can be a horrible teacher because you don't really understand the concepts or understand how to communicate to people to help them learn and grow. I think that's really important for people to understand that you can be, you don't have to be the best. Like you don't have to be the top lash stylist in the world to think, okay, now I'm ready to be a trainer. If you know your stuff and you understand it and you conceptually get it, I think you're right. Now that, that leads me to this next question, which will probably be hopefully connected and maybe the answer will be very ambiguous because I think of what we just said. How long do you think someone needs to be a lash artist before they can be a trainer? I mean, do they need to put in 10 years of lashing, five years, three years? I mean, I've seen people do after three months. I mean, is there a line or where would you call it? I don't think there is a line in particular or like, you know, a set amount of years you need to work in a field to be able to be a trainer. I think it all comes to how confident you are in your craft in doing eyelash extensions in general and how easy do you think it would be for you to kind of put yourself in the shoes of a trainer and be able to, again, explain to people because... When you're training, you have so many different students and they might ask you many different questions. And I think that's what frightens loads of teachers at first, Mm. that, oh my God, what if someone asks me a question that I don't know the answer to? It's completely fine. We will never know everything. But if you're experienced enough, you've seen enough clients, whether it will be 100 for you, 200 for me, 500 for someone else. But as long as you feel confident and experienced enough that, you know, once you're in this set of teaching, you feel confident, you know, explaining to people, showing them, passing them your knowledge. And if someone else goes somewhere and says, oh, I've been trained by Carolina, you won't be ashamed. You'll be like, I'm proud of them being trained by me. So I would say definitely you should be confident in doing classic and volume, 100%. I'm not really sure just being a classic lash artist because you will have always students asking you about something else and something extra because nowadays, you know, you can read everything online, watch on YouTube. So people will always be hungry for this knowledge. So you at least need to have those basic skills from different kind of classic volume, wispy look, at yeah. least know the basics. And then, yeah, just, just being confident and comfortable. Attend few trainings, not even for the sake of just having another certificate, but just to even see the style of different people, how they teach, mm-hmm. because that's how you become a better trainer or you become ready. You see different teachers and you feel like, well, actually, you know, I can do it better. Yeah. Yeah. Until you try, you won't know. So I think it's, it's really hard to put it in like, you know, perspective. Okay. After five years, this is when you're ready. If we would want to put it, my, I personally would say like good two years of experience, but doing full-time lashes, because it's different when you do lashes part-time, you only yeah. see a handful of clients a week or a month. And it's different when you do it full-time, you know, five days a week, five clients a day. 
you have a completely different experience. So I would say good two years of being in the salon environment, seeing different type of clients, different type of people, because that will help you as well. You know, just, just learning to cooperate with different type of people because, you know, you will have a difficult client. You might have a difficult student. So you can transfer those skills as well where you work with clients to working with students. So yeah, if you want to put it as a timeline, I personally would say a good two years of experience full-time with clients and then just see where you are, how confident you feel. Do you feel like, you know, there are still questions that are kind of quite common questions that students might ask you I'm not too sure about? That's a sign. Okay, maybe I need some extra training. But if you feel confident, ask your friends, you know, fellow Alash artists and just crack on. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to agree with you. Two years would be the minimum. Doing it full time, I would like even more. I would like a little, like three years. Two years would be good, especially if they have multiple exposure. Like, for example, maybe being a solo person and then also working in the salon. I think, like you said, the salon exposure is very important because the trainer is the authority and the new students are coming to them and they're asking every question. If the trainer doesn't have, I'm not saying that they can't learn that, but being able to offer what it's like to work in a salon or work in different environments, that's much more rich than just a singular experience. And I think the three years, it just gives you a little bit more. I'm not just saying that to rain on your parade. If you think that you've got those qualities, still pursue it at two years, but I think three years would be even better. So you guys would say that, I mean, I see it. People are like, man, they're into it for a few months. And I actually think it's just about the money. When you've been doing lashes for three, six months and you see a trainer come in and they charge like a thousand bucks and they have 10 students, you're like, holy mackerel, they just made 10 grand? Oh, well, two days of work? I make 10 grand in two months. You know, they're like thinking, screw this. I'm going to be a trainer. And I get it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with ambition. I mean, I, we want to encourage that. We want people to pursue it. But at the same time, I do think there is a, a way to say, look, you know what? I get it. everyone likes money, but there is a time of growth. And you need, it's good for you as a lash artist, I think, to learn the skills, have the diversity of clients, have the diversity of situations where you're trying to solve different problems that are going to force you to have worked through these issues. So you have better answers and responses to people versus if you've been doing lash for three months and they're talking about a myriad of different things. You're like, well, I've never seen that in my life. And you're like, well, you've only done lashes for well, three months. Two months. What yeah. are you talking about? How are you supposed to know after two or three months of lashing that you barely have any experience. I think that's a disservice to the student. Like yeah. one time I took a training and when I go to a training, really I'm trying to be like a sponge and I'm not sitting there with my arms crossed saying, try to teach me something. I'm like, there's something that I can learn. But one of the trainings that I took, the instructor wasn't able to even remove some lashes, which made me really question their ability. It didn't mean that I through everything out, I realized, okay, this gal is a hustler. She's working hard. She's maybe exaggerating some of those skills, but there's something that I can still learn there. But it was also disappointing because I thought, what are the other students in here? Are they, <laughs> do they, they look at her as if she really knows what she's talking about? And she does know some things, but she can't remove some lashes. So, you know, there was a little bit of a disappointment there. Yeah, no, totally. So yeah, we would love to see that people move to it. Man, if you're young and you're new at lashes and you've been doing it, man, focus on your craft, focus on learning and getting that experience so that when you have two, three, whatever years experience, you'll actually be able to pull back from that experience and say, oh, I've dealt with that issue or I've struggled with that before you just 
I don't know. You just you make it up, right? basically, if you've been doing it for three months. You're just making up answers because you don't know what else to say, and that's, I think, the worst thing. Do you feel like trainers should continue to take trainings? Like, should they continue to, to take more classes down the road? If they've been lashing for six, seven years and are pretty adept and know their stuff and, and have a pretty good following, it would be still smart, you think, for them to continue to take other classes? Oh, 100%, because things are changing so much. Like when I joined Lash Industry over 10 years ago, you know, if I would just stick with that one training I did, you know, mm. over 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't know how to do Russian volume today. Yeah. So because the industry is still relatively young, if you can compare it to some other industries, yeah. I would say Lash Industry is still young. And it's changing so quickly. There are just new styles Every few months, different lash maps, different products, even. Of course, majority of the brands, they do tend to have the same products, mm-hmm. just, you know, more prettier packaging yeah. uh, one than another. But there are some innovations that are coming every now and then. So that's one thing. And another thing, as I was mentioning earlier, you still learn just by seeing the other person, seeing their style of teaching. So even if you mm-hmm. won't take anything from eyelash extensions and techniques, you will definitely take something from their style of teaching, how they speak, you know, how they present the materials. Maybe they will inspire you to upgrade your trainings because you will spot, okay, well, their training looks very similar to mine, but I actually had an idea and this is what's missing. Like, because you are putting yourself in totally different shoes as a student, because, you know, when we are teaching, we always think about uh, training to be the most amazing, the best in town. Our manuals are the prettiest, the best, all the information is there. But when you swap seats and you're on the other side, you're thinking, well, actually, I could do that better. This is what's missing. Mm-hmm. I can upgrade that. So having this exposure every now and then, I'm not saying you have to attend, you know, a new training course every month, every few months, twice, three times a year, just going out there, seeing different people. And even it also it's a good opportunity to collaborate and just exchange the, the views, the, the experiences, even if it's just for a chat. Yeah, it will be quite expensive chats, <laughs> but you'll still expose yourself to that environment because I think quite often we just forget about the world. As you were saying earlier, like, you know, we just money, 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 oh, I'm making so much money, but we forget that there is another world outside of our academy or our salon where we are training. So I would say 100% still invest in yourself. If it's not last training, go to a business training, you know, upgrade your skills maybe in, in public speaking, in, in leadership. There are so many different fields you can still upgrade and learn. I would say definitely it's needed. Can you talk a little bit about London Lashes program that you guys have developed in order to grow trainers? Like how to equip somebody who, you know, has been doing lashes for two to three years and thinking, maybe I would like to take a crack at this trainer and pass my knowledge on because I have a passion to teach, and but they don't know how. You guys offer something that's quite unique in our industry that actually can equip the trainer. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so what we offer is like a kind of, a, how we call it, it's a teacher training, but it combines from a few different trainings, so to say. So We will always run you through a foundation, which is a classic training, just to polish up your skills, because what we find quite often is that those basic skills are usually what's missing, uh, Mm -hmm. because, you know, usually you will take your classic training ages ago, which might be quite outdated. So we like to kind of, you know, just to double check how things are. Also, it's a fast, good exposure for future teachers to see how we teach, because you will usually just sit in a corner listen we might ask you a few questions so that's to start with 
Then we'll run you through a volume training. So you will be a student. You will present your skills. We will talk through uh, a little bit more advanced topics when it comes to chemistry, all the liquids, uh, different techniques. Again, it's more of like a brainstorming and bouncing back ideas. We really try to avoid, you know, like a lecture style of teacher training because it won't give you too much value. You know, you are experienced slash artist yourself. So we do value you as a person and we can learn something from you as well. You know, so we try to make it as collaborative as possible. And then the final day is like a proper teacher training where we go through the qualities of a, of a good trainer, how to organize yourself. Because loads of lash artists, they think like, I'll just need to write some manuals, a few papers, you know, print certificates, off I go, I'll just buy products somewhere on a discount. But they forget that there is so much more behind the scenes that is happening. You You need to have established booking system, or at least you need to have some sort of organization on that side to make sure you sign up those students, they can pay the deposit, they can pay for the training, that you organize models, you organize the day itself. So we kind of try to explain how everything looks like in depth, just so when you finish the course, you basically are ready to start teaching. We go through different marketing techniques and and how you can advertise yourself. The hottest topic always is what should I do with my social media? And (laughs) should I continue doing just salon and posting beautiful lash pictures? And how do I implement a little bit more of trainings and more educational stuff? So usually that's kind of the hottest topic because people are just so obsessed with social media yeah. uh, and they just, just struggle what to do. So we kind of try to uh, dwell into that a little bit more. Then we do something called like a micro teach. I'm not sure if you have it in the US, but here in the UK, when you want to become a trainer in general, any field, you need to complete like a special course that is called like NVQ in teaching and education. And this basically teaches you different techniques, methods of teaching, how to speak with students, how to present the knowledge to them, different techniques. So we we like to do like a micro teach. So you are presenting a certain topic, we'll just say now please present about retention oh no and you know you have 15 (laughs) minutes to kind of talk about it so we can also see your style kind of discuss what's there to help you out quite often we notice that again it's just a lecture so we try to kind of point you in the correct direction how to be a little bit more engaging with your students try to ask them questions make it a little bit more funny maybe so the whole teacher training is not to just pass on the knowledge and off you go. We try to make it as collaborative as possible. We will also adjust it to students. Sometimes you will have much more experienced trainers, um, I mean students, uh, lash artists who want to be trainers, but you also will have people who are already training, that trainers, but they feel like they are lost somewhere and they kind of want to polish up their skills. So we'll try and adjust it. But it's like, I would say intense three days of training, different fields, and then of course we'll follow up after that, there is anything else needed. What I love about this program seems very well thought out, especially in terms of making sure that the students also know how to set up the business, like the booking, the nuts and bolts. I mean, lots of the marketing, lots of times that those are like softer skills and it's often not 
talked about. So I'm glad that you guys have given that some thought. And even like the micro teach, which is like basically like an elevator pitch or like a 15 minute presentation, because there are lots of opportunities for people to maybe not give like a three hour or a one day class, but in order to get more students and things like that, they can go and give a pitch to a beauty school or something like that. So knowing how to use the content in a quicker way, that's a definite skill that's very valuable. I think at the same time, it's also just giving you the first feedback about your teaching style and your technique, which I think is the most important thing. I mean, you get on me all the time. Tess, when we do classes, Tess like, can you just videotape my whole class so I can watch myself and see my mistakes and see what I'm doing? And then I feel you bad. You can't see that I'm making a face right yeah. now because it's not important <laughs> to him. It's so, you not, know, and yeah. I'm in for myself. Because she wants that feedback. She wants to know how she's doing. And I just tell her she's awesome and she doesn't need feedback. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, I think that sounds really helpful and productive. And I think something as a trainer, we always do. We always ask for feedback. As soon as we're done, we send out a Q&A or a little five-minute survey just to find out what's working, what's not working, and really and tell people, by the way, be extremely honest with us. I'm sure with you guys, it's much more beneficial to your students when you're teaching them to be really blunt and straightforward. Not blunt, but, you know, kind, but straightforward. Say, hey, you know what? You can't mumble when you teach. Sorry, that's just not going to be an acceptable style. It's good for some rap groups out there who love to rap, mumble rap. But for speaking, public speaking, mumble rapping or mumble speaking yet isn't quite in, in style. So you need to stop doing that. One thing, too, I was wondering, as you're talking about this, your class and this three-day course, do you guys provide a manual that they can take and copy and like make it template? their own or a template? Or do they have to basically listen and then you tell them, go write your own manual, start from scratch? Yeah, there are two scenarios that we could take in the, into that. One is when you are like an official London Lash trainer, then we'll provide you with our manuals and you basically teach on behalf of London Lash or something called like approved London Lash trainer. So we'll still collaborate with you. Uh, we'll provide you with some templates, but we will encourage you to kind of have a little bit more of your personality, add things on, you know, switch things around. We'll still kind of want to keep an eye on it because we'll still have, you know, approved by London Lash. So we want to make sure it's, it's good quality. But we'll encourage to, for each trainer to kind of make it a little bit more individual because we all have different knowledge. We all have completely different training. So you might speak about this topic in a different way than I would. And both ways are correct, but it just adds to this, you know, little bit of personal touch. But we do provide with, you know, manuals, uh, presentation templates, which you can also switch around and kind of add a little bit of, of your style in that certificate template. So like nice package to keep you, you going and at, at least to start with, because I know like that's kind of what um, future trainers, they usually struggle with. They're not sure what to do, you know, where to even start. So we like to give you a little bit of support and then help you out and just see how you go to be fair. Can you talk a little bit about the opportunities that there are for lash artists that maybe, like we've been talking about it, like if you want to go in your own training, but you just mentioned that London Lash has a program if you want to be London Lash certified. Is there an opportunity for that? Like, can you talk about that? Yes. Yeah, so we are just actually restarting our onboarding um, of trainers. We had a little pause during pandemic where everything was shut down we couldn't do trainings that much so we are finally now at the point where you know we're ready for for this uh, step again so we will be offering two options one will be more of a talent picking that will be kind of approaching you know superstars mm -hmm. and we feel like 
would love to collaborate with to become our London Lash trainers to kind of teach on behalf of London Lash. Hopefully in the future, you know, maybe open London Lash academies in that particular country or city. And a second approach is we will be opening like a proper onboarding where you can become London Lash approved trainer. I will still run you through our teacher training course, but you will kind of have a little bit more of freedom in uh, how you run your training courses, how your manuals look like. So we almost have everything ready. So hopefully, you know, in the few next few weeks, we'll be ready to make a big announcement mm-hmm. and, and rolling, rolling that out again. Yeah. So is that something that uh, people can apply for? Is, is it, it in some- person or can they do it virtually as far as the classes itself? Yeah. So we want to start to do it in person because I think that's the where you get the biggest value. So mm-hmm. We'll slowly start enrolling the courses in in different cities. So as soon as we are ready, we'll make big announcements on our website, social media, and we'll just start shouting about it. And we'll just, you will, basically the process is very straightforward. You just fill out the form, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, who you are, why would you like to become a trainer, show your skills a little bit, and then we'll take you through onboarding process. We'll have a little like interview give you some tasks to complete just to see where you're at with your teaching skills as well, if you feel comfortable in front of the camera and public speaking. And then once you complete all the onboarding process, this is where we'll invite you for a teacher training that will be in person and we'll just run through the whole program mm-hmm. and then certify you to be official trainer. Just to clarify so people listening, there's two options here. One is you could apply with the goal of becoming not just a trainer that's trained by them, but the work for London Lash, which means you'd be hosting classes in your area on behalf of London Lash. Or the other one is for people who are like, no, I want to do my own training. I don't really want to work for anyone. You can still apply, be trained by them, and be given templates that you can take and run off with and really start your own training that's unique to you. And you're just being trained by a very experienced company that's been around, kind of knows a thing or two about this stuff. So I just want to make sure that was very clear for people because I'm slow and sometimes I don't understand things. So anyway, all right, back to you, Tess. What's the commitment? For example, somebody goes through the um, program and let's say they want to work with Lyndon Lash and represent. Does that mean that that's what they're doing full time? Can they still have their own a business, business yeah. is. Are you sending students to them, or, or is it they have to generate their own? How does that work? Yeah, so it's more about, I would say, collaboration. So we, of course, have plenty of people asking to run trainings in, I don't know, Los Angeles, New York, anywhere. You pick your city. And then if we have a trainer there, we will direct people to you. Mm. We also have on our website a list of trainers. So people just go in there when they type in trainings, like, we do rank quite high in, in Google when it comes to eyelash extension trainings and so on and so on. So people do land on this page and they will just see you, your profile over there. They will be able to see your contact details and, and message you directly or they will message us and we'll direct them and help them out with booking with you. So that's one option. But also we never want to restrict people. We really pride ourselves from giving you this freedom. So if you feel like you just want to start out and run trainings once a month, fine with us. If you want to become a full-time trainer and run trainings five times a week, if you can do so, then we are more than happy. So we will kind of support you at any stage you are with your like, teaching journey, basically. So there is no commitment. You need to sign up for like a 12-month contract or so on, or you need to have X amount of students a month. It's more like us making sure you are ready 
you are happy because if you are happy, you have students, then we are happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything just runs smoothly. Cool. I was wondering, getting back more now just about training in general, do you guys see any new trends coming with training, like different types of trainings? Or maybe you guys are working on some of your own kinds of trainings outside. I mean, right now, basically, you have your classic, you have your volume, you have your mega volume, and then you've seen a few people out there doing some other things. I don't know if you have seen or maybe you guys are working on some new ideas for trainings that you would like to see. We are, which I can't reveal just yet. (laughs) (laughs) But I think like coming to what's trending, I think what's missing, maybe I'll take it this way. Missing, I think it's more like a business approach. I think we as an industry, we've nailed, you know, those technical trainings when it comes to the classic volume, mega volume, Kim K, whatever you take. I think we've nailed that part. I think what's missing in the industry is this more of a personal approach and and business approach, mentoring of you as a person, helping you to become a great leader, a great public speaker. So I I would love to see more brands coming on board with with their teaching programs to feature this approach. Because as we were saying, you know, you can complete so many trainings, but you will be missing the essential parts of being a great mentor to your students. So I think that's where the gap is. And I think that's where the trends should follow because you will always have someone just doing a mapping slightly differently and they will just think, oh, I'll just run it as a training. Why not? But again, it will be just populating very similar things just with slight adjustments. Whereas if you look at different training programs of different educators, I think business-wise and kind of leadership this is what's missing. I think that's great. And in fact, I think that's, I mean, even three or four years ago, I think there was nothing on business out there. Now you see a little bit, you see some people popping up with mentors and being willing to be coaches or trainers. And I think that's good, especially if you've built a successful business and you've been a good solo artist or you maybe are a trainer, you've been a good trainer and you want to help other people learn to train. I think those are all areas, um, learn how to run a business, learn how to market learn. I mean, I think we sometimes think all there is to learn is social media. <laughs> it's like, wait, there's a lot more to run a business than social media. No offense, but you, if you can be great <laughs> at social media and you may still not have a good business, if you don't understand systems, operations, um, budgeting, taxes, insurance, you know, laws, all the different things that go into running a business and hiring and training other staff and so forth. So a lot to learn there and a lot to teach about. So there's a lot of opportunity. If you're listening right now and you're like, well, I don't know if I want to teach lashes, but man, you have a kick-ass salon or you're maybe running a really good, you're even a solo artist. Solo artist, really, yeah. And you just are really busy and you've figured out systems of how you've gotten busy. I mean, I've seen some people doing this where they've moved multiple times now and because they've moved, they've had to build their business three different times. And each time they've been able to build up and become a fully booked artist in three different locations. That's, well, a, that's skill. a That's a skill. I mean, that's something we need to learn and you need to teach, help exactly. other people. Because I think a lot of people are scared of moving. Because it's like, oh, if I move, I'll never work again. It's like, no, you will. You just have to know how to do it right. So there's lots of opportunity for that. I was thinking, where are some misperceptions? There's a lot, some people right now probably going, yeah, I really want to be a last trainer. And they maybe have this view of last training as easy. Everyone's driving expensive cars and going to um, big dinners and having nice purses. I mean, what are some misperceptions that you guys run into when you talk to people about who want to be trainers that you hear that's often like, okay, let me just correct things and help you get the better view of what it means to become a trainer? 
Yeah, I think that that's the biggest one that you've just mentioned. You know, you'll be earning a lot of money straight away and just, you know, driving beautiful cars, having, you know, designer shoes, bags and, and whatnot. So I think you need to be prepared for hard work because, you know, nothing comes out of the blue. Uh, and I think that's kind of how people actually not maybe fail, but they give up quite quickly when they become trainers because they have their favorite person you know their idol that they kind of see as a as a trainer oh no she has such a beautiful academy she's traveling around the world but they don't see behind the scenes that's the biggest misconception right here that you need to be prepared to work your ass off and you know there will be many hours the training doesn't finish you know at at 6 p.m or whatever time you think it finishes you will be home late at night you know after you finish the course you need to make sure you know your academy is prepped the students will not leave sharp at six they will have multiple questions they want to take pictures chat with you they'll wait for their ubers there is a lot going on after the course then you have your case studies so students will be submitting you their works for feedback depending of course of, of your program what you offer but they will always be asking you so you need to be prepared that you are there for them and i really don't like when the teacher is saying oh you've had your course if you want to ask questions pay for another one yeah you need to be prepared that they're just hungry of the knowledge and they see you as like a superstar and they guru even if you think you're not you are in their eyes that's why they came to train with you so of course you need to have the work-life balance and you will work it out we always do but you need to be prepared that until you work it out until you kind of set your boundaries it's a lot of hard work but you will always be on a standby people will always be asking you questions and that's the beauty of being a trainer but of course a hard part because it does take a lot of your free time yeah so i think yeah that these are the biggest misconceptions that everything is just glamorous happens smoothly <laughs> also when you're becoming a trainer you're just starting out so you very rarely have like an assistant for example on a training course that can help you even tidy up the academy provide you know products oh i've run out of those lashes and you're just running around trying to find them in a drawer uh, organizing a lunch so all those silly things that seem well we'll just work it out when you are there on the training course they're like oh wow and so many things to to think about so very rarely you'll be able to to start with an extra help unless you have a husband who is willing to give up his work and be with you all the time in the academy. That would be me. It's it's all tough work and you usually are on your own for at least X amount of months, sometimes even years up up until you're ready to hire someone because that's another Mm -hmm. thing. You need to be able to learn to step up, pass on the admin work to someone, maybe hire like an assistant receptionist who will take over the bookings, you know, greeting students, all those little bits and pieces. So I think, yeah, just showing a little bit more of reality, real life, you know, how we have Instagram versus real Mm -hmm. life. I think we need a little bit more of that when it comes to being a trainer and teaching in general. Yeah. I love what you said because it is hard work. And there is a ramp up to it. Like if you think about it, like you've been doing lashes for two to three years, it took you a while to be able to have your systems, to know where all your products are, to order them, to organize them, to learn how to deal with the clients when they've got a problem or they come late or they stay too long. You're going to be dealing with all of that as a trainer. So it's new muscles. You're going to have to figure all of that out, the training and how to flex if something goes wrong. Um, you know, it's going to be hard work. It's not super glamorous. No, it's exactly. not. I mean, I can vouch for that with us. 
<laughs> the night before you're testing all your stuff and you realize, oh, I should have ordered that. I I think, was it 10 years ago or 11, maybe it was nine, 10, maybe it was nine years ago. We, we decided to do a month long training where someone would train on a Sunday, Monday, we do two days and then we'd, they would give them homework. They'd go home and once and for f- three more weeks, they'd come back on Monday nights and we would see their work and see, they bring a model and Tessa would give them feedback. It was a big ordeal. It was a month long ordeal and it was actually, I think pretty amazing, but we didn't have our manual and everything worked out. We literally, I think the two days in a row before the class didn't sleep. We just worked like 20 hours a day, just writing manuals, keep slides, talking over the floor. Because we were doing the, lashes during the day at yeah. the regular salon. And then we had this other thing to get together. And, and we committed to it and didn't have it all worked out. So it was crazy and it was painful. I remember we were up like at 3 a.m. We're yelling Denny's at each other. Ah! Writing just sitting on a computer trying to finish the notes knowing we're not going to sleep tonight and we're teaching like in five hours. And it was just absolutely miserable and horrible. And I, I think you were like, I'm never going to do this again. You're and you're like, don't worry. It's going to get easier <laughs> every time. Yeah. It does. It does. So I love, Carolina, what you have said. And it's wisdom that I would love other people to heed. Like yeah. you start this and you, you are signing up for hard work. You are signing up it's for... Not easy, it's yeah. like learning how to ride a bike. You fall off, you skin your knees, it takes a while and then you get good at it. So... Or like training or anything in life. One last thing, and then probably should wrap it up. Uh, so thank you for all this. This has been wonderful. I know that some people I've talked to when they've done training, they actually go out and buy products full price from another brand, and it's really expensive for them. Now, I'm thinking, obviously, if someone's doing a training and they are officially your trainer, they work for your company, they probably get products included. Or at cost. Or, or, or at cost. Like Do you, or yeah, maybe you can tell me how that works. And if someone trains with you and, and is their own trainer, but they still want to use your kits, is there a, a discount or a break for them in that sense? Yeah, definitely. We do have different schemes and we kind of try to also base it like individually because sometimes how it used to be, we had like a set kits, but what we've learned from the experience, people were saying, oh, in my region, people think like my training courses are too expensive. Is there anything we can do? Maybe a smaller kit, maybe a different kit. So we started to have this more flexible approach. But if you work with us in any way, whether it's an official trainer or you just collaborate with us slightly, we'll always offer you quite a good deal, I would say, at least 20, 25% to start with on your products in general. Then our training kits, they are up 30, 45% off the retail price. So we always try to work out the best deal for you, for your students, for your trainings, whether you want to build up your own kit and we'll just be supplying you with the products with a great discount and you just build up your own bits and pieces, or you don't want to worry about it. You just want to buy a ready kit with all the products, nicely packed, delivered, we can provide you with that. We will also provide with a lifetime discount for your students because quite often students come on a course and they're like, oh, actually, I really like this product I was working with. Do you have any discounts? So we'll be like, there you go. That's your lifetime discount. Pass it on to your students. We don't benefit from it massively. Sometimes we don't make anything out of it, but we want to make sure that we just spread the word around. You like the products. We want you to be advocate of the brand and fall in love with the brand as much as, as, as we love it, as our baby. So that, that's the most important thing for us. Money is a secondary thing. We want to make sure you are happy as a business owner. Your business is profitable. Your students are happy. So we'll always try to work things out. But yeah, the deals are always there. That's something people need to realize. If you're a trainer, even right now, let's say you're training and you're buying from a brand, approach that brand and say, hey, 
I exactly. represent you right now. I'm selling your product basically to my students. So why don't you give me a better deal? Like, why don't make me pay full price right now because I'm out there pounding the streets and then promoting your brand because I love it. So whether it's London Last Pro or whatever brand you're training and whatever products you're selling or giving away with your kits, I think go back and negotiate. I, you'd be surprised. I think a lot of these brands, much like- If you don't ask, you won't get it, right? Yeah. Sometimes you really will be surprised if you approach any brand, whether it's in eyelash industry or any other. If you approach them and you're a genuine person who is really working hard, you are really out there promoting just the industry in general- mm then you will be surprised what extra a mile brands will go just to help you out and support you. Yeah, no, absolutely. In fact, I've even seen that with swag bags. I know Mo with Lash Lava, with her Lash Bash party she does all over the United States. She's been getting brands just donating product, just saying, yeah, you, you have an event, we'll donate product. I know when we first started like five, six years ago, we did a thing. I remember reaching out to a few brands, not thinking they would care. And they were like, oh yeah, we love you. We'll give you 50 things of glue and this and that and a bag that you can put it in so that the people at your event will support you. So just ask. It's amazing how supportive and how kind all the last brands that we've taught with and how much they want, because they understand, they get the bigger game. Man, if I make you a fan and then you go out and preach the word for us and make those people fans, we're just gaining clients. Even if we don't make a lot of money on this right now, we'll make money in the next year with residual clients that come on board. So everyone's really generous. So don't be afraid of asking. It, it really can work out to your benefit. So I, I thank you so much for all this. It's been really fun. I love actually talking about training. We, we should do it more often. But that said, where can people find you and where should they go look for London Lash Pro in case they don't know? You guys are also in the United States now, I know. And so maybe you can tell them all those details. Yes. So you can, of course, find us on Instagram, London underscore Lash underscore USA. That's the USA account, but you can, you probably know the main one, London Lash Pro. Both accounts are out there. So you can find us on social media, website, LondonLash.com. That's the, the, the US one. So you can definitely find us out there. If you want to find out about me, then my Instagram is Karina underscore London Lash Pro. So you can find me on Instagram, DM me if you want to chat more. It was amazing chatting with you. I think we could just chat all day long. Yes. <laughs> I think so too. I just want to make sure that people know the spelling of Carolina. It's K A R. O-L-I-N-A. Yeah. It's, it's like Tustin's name. We say to her name and people are like, what? What is that? Carolina, yes, make sure we get that right. So Carolina, thank you so much for being part of this and bringing your expertise and background. And we will see you, well, actually, this is going to probably air after LashCon, but we're recording this before, but we'll see her actually at LashCon too. So, and she'll yeah. be on the main stage. So you'll get to see her there, guys. And if you're now just listening after LashCon, you're like, oh yeah, that was Carolina. We saw her at LashCon. That was really That's cool. The one. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I can't wait to see you in person, finally. Yes, awesome. Hey guys, that's a wrap. We are done. We are out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at The Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And remember right now, if you did not buy your ticket, you didn't come to LashCon, you didn't have access... You can watch the replays right now. Go to the show notes or your Instagram or any of our websites and you can click on the link there and go buy your ticket for $2.97 and have it for 60 days. So lots of time to go through it, study it, memorize it, and hopefully learn a lot. In fact, not hopefully. I know you'll learn a lot. 
On behalf of my Lash Princess Tustany, as well as our special guest, Carolina, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry.